Hello. La, la, la. All right, I'm recording. Ah, ah, ah. Ah, ah, ah. All right, oh, wait, hold ready, on, hold. We're going to do a backup. Mm, 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 oh, God damn it. Pre- mm, press mm, uh, mm, record mm, on the thing. Yes, sir. All right. Recording in progress. I will try not to talk shit on anybody now that it is. <laughs> Are you ready? Yes. All seven and we'll watch them fall. They stand in the way of love and we will smoke them all with an intellect and a savoir faire. No one in the whole universe will ever compare. I am yours now and you are mine and together we'll love through all space and time so don't cry. Welcome to the Best Friends Fancast, an Allison Rosen fan podcast. I am one of your hosts, Lisa Lowry. And I am one of your hosts, Rafael Marquez Castaneda, a.k.a. the... Mm, um, um, yeah, it's a shame. Um, oh, wait, I, I came up with one. I, I forgot what it was, but you know what I'm going to do to make up for that? Something better. This better be good. Um, Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! (laughs) I thought I. (laughs) Here we go. (laughs) Oh yeah, we're. I was thinking this was a bit, and I was waiting to see where it was gonna go. And you know where it went? Nowhere. You know where it went is to my fruit smash hard seltzer. Pink mm. lemonade flavor. AKA fruit smash. Hello. Uh, what are you drinking? Your fr- fruit smash what now? I'm drinking a fruit smash hard seltzer from oh. New Belgium Brewing, Fort Collins, Colorado. I'm drinking an Arizona Sunrise hard seltzer. Heart. <laughs> I got some things on my mind. Hard. Oh, <laughs> also seltzer. Cherry punch. Spiked sparkling water with a splash of real fruit. Not very good. Yeah, this week we will talk about the Monday show, Leanne Kreischer, and the Thursday show, Casey and Josh's Duck Pin Bowling, Jeff's Salt Flats, Daniel's CVS Beef. First, little Rafi, I wanted to ask how you're doing, because I didn't, I asked what you're drinking, but how are you? We are not in person today. I'm hoping we will get, what's the, what's the word? Smoother, cleaner recording, less distracted, you know, we had to be separated. I am doing okay. I will be seeing Megan tomorrow. I had oh, to work cool. today, so I'm in a very weird mood, but I'm okay. Elizabeth, how are you doing? I'm Why doing did you good. abandon us last week? I did abandon you guys. I It was Ruby's birthday, and 
Mike was in town and my friends were in town. So it was just a real busy weekend of doing fun things. And um, yeah, it was nice hearing you guys. I always love listening back when I'm not a part of it because, you know, it's fun. So luxurious. Oh, a weekend full of doing fun things. Mm -hmm. So this didn't fit the schedule. I see how it is. Well, yeah, pretty much. (laughs) (laughs) I listened to your episode before I finished uh, Allison's episodes. It was fun. It was a fun listen. I liked listening to Scott and Trace and you. Like, you guys are, uh, you guys should do a show together. Not interested. (laughs) This seltzer is disgusting. I'm going to save you one. (laughs) Hey, Lil Rafi, do you have any shout outs? No. Okay. Except for Trice and Scott. Thanks for doing the show. Good shout outs. Um, Do I have any shout outs? You know what? I just happen to have some. I would like to shout out to Brittany and the TNC. It was so nice to see Brittany and Buck and Heather and Dave and Maria and their son Diego and of course Robert. It was his birthday and it was just a fun weekend of hanging out, drinking, eating, games, fun. Loved it. Also shout out to North Carolina Jen. I get to see you in like two weeks. She's already sad about the trip ending. <laughs> I'm like, oh, <laughs> that's pretty sweet. I didn't think about it and now I am because it's like, oh man. Uh, But I'm excited to get to see her and get matching tattoos and have some fun. Shout out to Dr. Jen. Thank you for the olive sticker and the little card and putting together the baby shower and everything for uh, Von Carmen's Olive and Whitney. Also shout out to them. Shout out to Lauren Kelly. She printed up some pictures, just random pictures from uh, our Christmas in July. And she had them printed up. It's so nice to have a physical picture in your hand and how thoughtful and sweet for her to always she's always doing that kind of stuff and it's just uh always appreciated love you lauren shout out to leanne to tim ray trice scott and you rafi for last week awesome job shout out to bruce by don delaney superfan megan and to the august birthdays angela josh lee and emily is in a couple of days i think that's it do we have any bff hotline calls did you die? No. Are you okay? Oh. <laughs> we do not have any calls. Wow. D- nor text messages. Damien, donde esta? Also, Ray, you can't tease us with a little uh, Morgan Minute carrot and then just pull it away. Oh, wait. I'm an idiot. Yes, um, we do. We wow. have two voicemails, Elizabeth. How did... Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I'm going to play them now. Oh, we should probably uh, turn up the old volume there. God damn. Oh, God. oh fucking technology. Have you ever done this before? I'll it's be- not my fault. Okay. Mm, I'll just be over here drawing on myself. Hello, Ralphie and Lisa. This is the superfan Megan, the one and only. Um, I had a comment for the, uh, from the last episode, 69 to 420. Where, well, first of all, Scott, thank you for being a sweetie pie and shouting me out. Trice, thank you for being so uh, protective and gentlemanly. Um, She's been texting me, making sure I'm okay when I'm taking trips to uh, a, well, how would I describe it? Just a sketchy, all-around sketchy, mysterious, 
I don't know how to say what I want to say without saying it, and I really don't want to say it. I've been going somewhere. Um, why? Nope. I'm going to start over. Rafi, I'm starting over. I'm calling back. <laughs> wow. Thanks, Megan, for that message. And that's Can't our Rafi. Can't wait to hear the actual <laughs> message, which we have right here. If it'll fucking play. Rafi. Hello. Scott, thank you for shouting me out on the last episode. Trice, thank you for sending me texts lately. Checking in with me. You've been so kind. Rafi. Call out. Yes. On the last episode, you were so rude to Mr. Feeney and so vague. And I bet if you were a little more specific, maybe people would understand and therefore not be on your side. What my sweet Mr. Cini did was simply give him a little, uh, put him in check with a little hump, which <laughs> is fairly natural in the animal kingdom. And um, I say it's a credit to our friendship. If he was threatened by you in such a way, you came in, you were really vibing with us and being good, good friends, and clearly he just thought, you know what, I need this guy to know who is top dog in the house. Also, I think there's some trauma there. I think you don't like Mr. Feeney because he's not Chloe, but you know what, that's not Mr. Feeney's fault. He's sweet, he's loving, um, and yeah. Talk to you later, bye. Well, mm-hmm. let me tell you. Uh, I don't appreciate you laughing over there, Elizabeth. <laughs> A.K.A. Humpty Hump. <laughs> um, you know, Megan has this foolish idea that Feeney was like trying to put me in my place. Mm. Um, you know, Anthony Jeselnik has this joke oh, where he said that his uh, his sister won't let him hold her baby. And she says, I just don't trust you, Anthony. And he says, like, like I don't have a million other ways to kill that baby like Feeney you think I couldn't dispatch of you like very easily of course I could I could drive you halfway to Monticello but I'm not gonna (laughs) do that um anyway we're turning this into a new segment it's called uh hey go fuck yourself Mm. uh it's an original Mm. uh segment and I dedicate it to one Mr. Feeney R.I.P. Chloe but if you would like to uh, leave a message or text us or God knows what else, you can dial 818-BFF0732 and get your act together before you do oh. it so we're not playing multiple messages. <laughs> You're Make so sure kind you... to do that to her, by the way, playing both of them, knowing... <laughs> Yeah, make sure you take your meds oh, or whatever. Don't uh, right. don't get drunk or high on whatever it is you do mm. before you call because you know we've got a tight ship we got to run around here. That is true. We don't no. have we don't have time to go on these lengthy delays. Uh, I too had some call outs for your episode, but all in all, I I enjoyed it. So I was just I was just shouting you guys out. But I did have a, you know there was a couple of you know choice moments but i thought you know what i could take notes i could call you out but i'm not i'll, I'll let sleeping dogs lie well that's good because we don't have time I know, for that kind of thing we don't lisa we've we've got a real tight ship to run here we really do um shall we talk about monday not yet we've got oh. a lot of other stuff to discuss first oh okay well first of all megan thank you for the call 
always good to hear your voice. Call in every week and call out Rafi because that's fun. <laughs> uh, should we get to Monday? Yeah, let's do that. Okay. So, Monday, Leanne Kreischer. Uh, the talk at the top with Tony was short and fairly succinct, and I think it was a little bit better than it has been. I think she talked about f- she finally has maybe grown up. She feels feels good for others people's successes, which is uh, new for her, and uh, she's feeling pretty good about it. And I was thinking about the the thing that I think goes awry when she does the top at the talk at the top is she has this full-on conversation with Tony, uh, sometimes about two or three topics. The person sitting there listening and saying, hey, now I would like to chime in on this. So then you're getting drawn right back into this whole conversation that has nothing to do with the reason the person is on. So if you're going to include them in the conversation, I feel like that's what makes it kind of weird or awkward. Or It's okay to chime in a little, but I don't know. Anyway, what do you think about her, her growth? Her growth? As a person? Correct. No, her skin it's, tags. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> um, oh, <it's> Jesus. <laughs> good? I mean, don't you think that's nice? Do you think it's short-lived? Do you think it's honest growth? Or do you think it was just a blip, a moment? Um, like, she has a whole jingle. Um, hooray for you. Like, based on the fact that she's immature with other people's, you know, successes. Not immature is not the word. But, you know, she's whatever she calls herself so that's good you're happy with that i think this is great for her i agree and i like tony kind of ribbing her about it like oh look at you (laughs) yeah it's cute i love it it's great and uh self-awareness is great anyhow it's cute i don't know i'm just words are actually just pouring out that could make sense if you just if you squint (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so Leanne was on. This lady, I didn't know I didn't know what to think about her, but I did like her. I did know that. At first I was like, who is this old lady that she has on? The the problem sometimes with Southern drills, it, it paints a different picture of the person. And it's not every this is not a blanket statement. There's just some accents where I'm like, is this a grandma or is this I couldn't I could not figure out what she looked like. Then the more she talked, I thought, I need to see what this lady looks like. And she looks nothing like I expected. She doesn't even look like she doesn't look like an old lady, but she doesn't look like the opposite of what would I don't even know. I was all wrong on every uh point there, but it's interesting that when she was on childish and saying, you know, I have such a so much more of a backstory that that you don't know, and Allison's like, okay, cool, come on to the Monday show. And man, does she ever have a story? It was crazy how much I related to a lot of the things that she was saying with the way she grew up, but also hers is just on steroids version of mine. But she was saying her mom has borderline or uh, personality or narcissism, narcissism. And that she's a damaging, she was a damaging parent and she's relearning how to live or just to re- reimagine who you are and figure out who you are uh, must be very just weird to go out into the world and realize that like your reality is not real and you have to figure out what it is and who you are and everything else. It's just, it's a lot. And I, I admire people that realize this and go out and actually have consciously make decisions to change their perception, their views, their lives. I don't know. She seems like a pretty well-rounded lady. Yeah, I thought her story uh, reminded me a lot of Ryan Sickler, who was on not mm, too yes. long ago. 
And unlike Ryan, uh, it seems like her relationship with her mom is uh, not really ever going to get any better. But, you know, you got to know when to hold them, know when to fold them. I mean, I like how Bert, her husband, Bert Kreischer, if people didn't catch on to that, was kind of pushing still. And I kind of hate it when people do this. And this is not a dig on him. It's just I think it's a normal human thing, especially if you're not in the situation is to say, well, maybe you can fix this. Maybe you can still connect. Maybe, maybe, maybe. And it's like when you, the stories she's saying, I mean, and Leanne Ward, come on. You are probably one of the biggest people to be like, your sister's a piece of shit. You don't need to connect, reconnect. And I'm paraphrasing. That's not exactly what Leanne would say. But there are certain things that like when somebody does something so bad to you, it's like you don't owe them anything. And I feel like he was good spirited and his you know perspective of it was just i don't know i think most people think oh your family you should get along it's like yeah ideally that'd be great but like not everybody is a perfect person or a great person to be around or to be friends with or to give your time to and i feel like she always had to be the adult in her her childhood to be the one well maybe i'll try and reach out to my mom and i'll try and fix this and i'll try and do that and it's like you're trying to fix something that's not fixable and that's unfortunate but it was nice when Bert finally realized that, like, nope, you never have to do that. I get it. I get it now. Yeah. I think that Bert may have had good intentions mm-hmm. in, like, saying, oh, you should reconcile with your mom or whatever. Reconcile? <laughs> reconcile <laughs> with your mom. Now that word just sounds wrong to I me. Know. Am I saying it right? Reconcile? You're yeah. It now, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> and, but I thought. On the other hand, you could look at it like, how about support your spouse with whatever they're saying? Because I feel like, actually, I would have been like Bert. I would have been like, oh, she can't be that bad. Give her a chance. And then fucking turns out she's a real C word. And then Mm. I'm like, oh, Mm. geez. Um, So I think, yeah, just support your partner. I mean, the other person could fucking reach out if they wanted to. Like, That's true. She doesn't have a restraining order against the mom. So if the fucking mom wanted to, let her ass reach out, you know? I agree. Fuck her. Yeah, I agree. I agree on all fronts. Also, I found it interesting that sort of a psychic was the person who helped her and helped her get to someone who... Holy shit. Pepsi. Can you hear that? <laughs> Why does it sound like you're underwater now? She just jumped from my table up onto the cabinets in the in the in the garage and she i don't know why she thought she could get up there i forgot where, oh the reiki person reiki i don't know how to pronounce it all of these things are very interesting to me and i hate it that when i hear these like new agey things i'm like these are my my ears kind of just shut down and i'm like mm-hmm, okay hollywood nonsense but like the more i think about stuff i really think first of all if it helps somebody who cares like what you think about it but also just it seems I'm sure there's a lot of quacks, but it just seems right. I'm interested in it. And I'm interested in, she was saying, like going through therapy and like uh, not wanting to do it. And I fucking related so hard on this because she was just saying like, yeah, it's going to be dark. And the only way out of it is, it th- is through it. And you have to process it. And uh, just also talking about traumatic energy bad energy that's trapped in you and you have to you have to process it you can't just push it down you can't just let it go and that's what exactly i'm struggling with right now is first of all being fearful of going through it 
but also feeling like, and this could be my own perception, that people are kind of like, well, those bad things aren't going to happen anymore, so you should just get over it. That's kind of how I feel like my my experience and my life and my everything is just kind of being dismissed. And I think that's probably my own perception, but it's also does not feel very good. Um, but anyway, I just, just related to her in many, many, many ways. And um, I think she's a good role model for someone that uh, can try and fix themselves. A good example. Would you, yeah. would you ever do this Reiki? I totally would because I do believe so much in energy and I, there's probably so much more that I don't know or that I haven't heard that I would like to know more about. And I think, I don't think it can hurt. I mean, if anything, it could hurt my, my pocketbook, you know, <laughs> to use a real common uh, term. Didn't she say something about like the psychic as soon as she like saw her, she was like, oh, you've got issues with your mom. Or was that the I Reiki think it person? was the Reiki person. But the person that was psychic was like, oh, you're having headaches. She might have said you're having issues with your mom, too. I don't remember. They both kind of tuned into it, though. Where if I walked in somewhere and someone knew exactly what the hell was going on with me, we'd be like, OK, here's all my money. I don't even care what you do with it. Let's do it. <laughs> Put a spell on me. I don't care. Um, you, you know, I went to this mm, guy's apartment mm. one time and he said, you're eating too much dairy. <laughs> no more, no more <laughs> hot showers for you is I think what I was told. <laughs> <laughs> I've been off cold water for years <laughs> or I've been off hot water for years. <laughs> oh, anyway, I, I was pretty fascinated with her, to be honest. I don't know if it's just because. Uh, well, she was a good talker, I thought, and like I like someone that's open and is just sort of like fuck it about like, hey, I'm just I'm here to share my story, so I'm going to share my story, and but also someone that as feels like has made it to the through it all and to the other side, and of course you're still going to have problems and issues, but which leads me to her and uh, Bert's relationship. I was like, oh my god, this sounds so familiar. This like sort of mom child relationship. It sounds kind of like we're. It sounds like she, well, also her trauma affects her so much. And I related to that too, where people are like, oh, you're just dead inside. It's like, no, I am just like, I have to shut down to deal with all the shit that's going on inside. And like, thank you. (laughs) I've been called heartless and cold many a time, but it's just misinterpreted. It's just my way of functioning. It's just my porcupine suit. And that's what I put on. And something I was thinking about recently, something that Joanna said, actually, and it was actually a very nice compliment, I think. Oh, it was when we were doing our little group recording and she was over here. And I was saying that nobody ever hits on me in in general in the world. And I think it's because I maybe I put out a vibe that I have that I have a penis. <laughs> and she said, no, it's probably because you put out a vibe of like, don't fuck with me. And it's funny because I don't feel like that at all. Like, I don't feel like I put out that vibe. I feel like I put out the doormatty, like walk on me kind of vibe. But then I realized like covering myself with tattoos is for sure fucking armor and like trying to like make myself bigger than I am. Yeah, I was going to say um, you're you have your tattooed sleeves almost and 
You've got your big dark sunglasses, <laughs> and then you've got a knife on the table, and you got your pink taser wrapped around your middle finger, which you're waving around at anyone who looks in your direction. I don't know why a man would not approach you. Well, then it's working. I don't want no man approaching me. Of course, when the men, the ones that do, it's like, oh, God, cool, you're going to kill me? Awesome. Also, where, like, when are you ever and out and about? Another, um, yeah. Where dudes are like, because I feel like most dudes are going to hit on you like at a bar. Maybe. But when you're at a bar, you're usually there with your friends yes. or who knows And who. usually the guys always hit on my friends. That's how typically my life has always been is they'll be like, who's this hot one? <laughs> who's the hot one? <laughs> um, but yeah, I... Well, yeah. I think uh, I think your DMs are open if uh, there's some fellas that uh, you don't. <laughs> I want to send some pickup I mean, lines your way. If you look like Don Draper and you might be Hispanic, then I'm in. <laughs> Anyhow, I uh, so they were talking about oh my gosh, a couple of things. So she was talking about watching sad movies or listening to sad songs or whatever is to force herself to feel, and it's like holy shit, this is like so me. And in general, I kind of avoid it. But like most of the movies that I'm into or things that I'm into are things that help me connect to my dark feelings. And I know that's why I like Twin Peaks and things like that. But also it reminds me of not an invention, but do you remember the show idea that I had? Uh, The one with the monkey? I hate you. (laughs) Goo, goo, goo. No, it's where a lady such as myself has a hard time feeling so she like crashes weddings or funerals or whatever like because those are the places that you can go and feel oh i thought this was um i thought this was what you like did for fun i didn't know this was a show idea yeah no i i would do that for fun i would if i could but i don't know if i have the the hook spa hook spa but i thought it hook it would be an interesting show idea of like you know comedy and dramedy ensues like somebody trying to tap I into th- their feelings and going to funerals and what? Because I really like going to both of those things because I like to f- I like to feel. I just don't let myself. I don't really know how to connect in that way. Do you think if you went to a funeral of a stranger that you would yes. actually get? Oh sad? my god! S- slideshows of their lives done. The right music. Who's, yep. Who's doing? I don't. What kind of funerals are you imagining? At the ones I've been to. There was one year that I went to so many funerals that I had this. I had the, like one black dress that just became my funeral dress because I'm like I'm not gonna I don't want to like connect all of my clothing to funerals I'm like I'll just use this one I finally just got rid of it because it's too big but yeah there's one year I was going to many but like not Catholic ones like there's a uh, one that was all in Spanish that was like a two hour one there was no video there was nothing if there wasn't a fucking uh, tuba <laughs> and a whole band then that was no Mexican uh, funeral <laughs> anyway yeah. But also weddings. I get caught. That's another thing because it's energy. Like I like going just recently. I went to a wedding. To be honest, I didn't really want to go because I'm in a stage uh, spot in my life where I thought it might be kind of uncomfortable to go. But I was I've been looking forward to it for so long because of quarantine. There haven't haven't been baby showers and weddings and stuff like that. And, And I love going to those kinds of things because of this reason and feeding off of other people's perceived happiness <laughs> or future i like going to weddings so i can dress up and eat free food i like and that drink and free drink beer. 
All of those things are so good. And that's what I love about going to usually, usually baby showers and wedding showers, all of these things, because I like sitting and eating and sometimes meeting new people and drinking. And this baby shower I went to today was a dry baby shower. And I have to say, it was at a person's house that is a bona fide alcoholic. <laughs> and I'm like, what is happening here? How is it a dry baby shower? Shower is in the title. <laughs> I guess we just had to, well, um, nope, I'm just going to say something not totally disgusting. So anyway, Leanne also talked, they were, Leanne and Allison were talking about their time living in New York. It sounds like it was at different times and they both had sort of different experiences, but also similar. And it's kind of interesting, a couple of things. So Leanne is from Georgia, obviously, and she moved to New York thinking that's where she was going to find herself. And she ended up finding herself more at home in California, which I find very interesting. And I wonder if it's possible to actually find yourself if you don't venture out from where you were born or grew up living, getting yourself out of your comfort zone, forcing yourself to start a new life somewhere else. Like, I wonder if that, first of all, I think that's a great life experience that I would love to do for myself. And I admire the people that do it. But I wonder if you have a hard time finding yourself because you put you're surrounded by such familiarity and like there's no change maybe you have to i don't know what do you think about this i think i would only do it if i had killed someone <laughs> in reno <laughs> so you're saying there's a, a death count in uh, colorado that we need to look into what that, that was a hypothetical Unsolved. lisa jeez or in wisconsin two people that i know have bailed on their hometowns I plead the fifth. She also said that New York is, a, apparently, New York is a city of public crying. And this to me seems strange, uh, weird, never heard of this. I wonder if this is true or just her experience. But imagine if you're walking down the street and you just see people crying all the time. Oh, well, it's because, you know, oh they. It's, she probably lived there around the time that this movie uh, Cry Cry Again came <laughs> out. <laughs> and oh was know. that a double feature with rochelle rochelle <laughs> <laughs> oh and then she cried and cried again see first you cry and then you know at the end you you cry again <laughs> i was too busy with my feedback to to figure that part out then there was a crazy lone dancer at the end anyway how freeing would it be i okay have you cried in public before have i cried in public i know in general I mean, men aren't like criers or or allowed to cry or maybe they don't have maybe they just don't i don't know but do you cry often let's start with that only uh, every okay. day when i wake up no um i think i probably cry more often than the average oh guy. really i have cried at the movies a couple of times. Was it when we went to go see Fast 10? Well, I mean, it's it's all about <laughs> family. <laughs> it really was. The way that they... Spoiler alert. The way that they reconnected. I'm going to need a minute. <laughs> no, I... Yeah, I've cried at the movie theater a few times. Okay. Um, and But in public? I don't know. Like, I don't think so i'm pretty good at hiding emotions when i want to also i don't really feel that many emotions i realize that but you're more um, happy than i've seen you ever and first first of all how dare you i think that it has something to do with moving here <laughs> 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 it's a sunshine state baby even though it's I not it was even though it's not he got it wrong <laughs> 
okay so you've never i've most definitely cried in public but it's not because i wanted to but it'd be interesting to be in a place where i don't want to be consoled but i'm just walking down the street crying like no one is asking you if you're okay like i kind of would wouldn't like that like i would kind of like that i think it might be like a weird therapeutic like a group therapy session that no one knows that they're a part of i don't even know that would be very strange i but you know me and my big sunglasses have very much saved me from people maybe noticing hopefully or at least i think that it feels better (laughs) yeah and if i mean you're lucky that you know you weren't just walking down the street hiding behind your glasses and some guy passing you going the other way, he doesn't see you and go, you should smile. Uh, <laughs> you know, even though that's a joke, that has happened to me. And Oh, I know. And I'm sorry. But <laughs> fucking turn that frown upside down, Elizabeth. Yeah, you're right. I agree. Crying in public, it's not. it does not feel good. But this just seems different. I don't know. Maybe not. I don't know. Maybe I just need to get out of my car. I just don't want anybody to come up and asking how I'm doing. I just don't want to, I don't want, I just, ugh. I don't want to, uh, people to like care or like do, I don't know. I don't need the attention. I hate it. <laughs> I hate it. <laughs> Much like the notebook. Anyway. The last time I cried. Oh my gosh. It was the other day. Actually. Okay. The last time I cried in public was May 1st. And then after that was like the other day when I was driving to my friend Heather's house, this song came on and this doesn't usually happen because I have like the same albums that I've been like in rotation with for a while. And this song came on and it's just like, shit, I'm going to mess up my makeup because the, it just hit me. It was quite nice. I, can I guess what song it was? Yeah. <laughs> Um, oh, here we go. Does it have the lyrics uh, about a big Mack truck in a little garage? Mm. Um, <laughs> you were crying because they were like, "How are they going to get out? Get out of that little garage?" <laughs> <sighs> you know what? Um, you figured it out, Rafi, on your first try. How strange! I would give. What would I give to if someone could? figure it out i don't think so and no one would figure it out it's just not figure outable um is it take this job and shove it by johnny paycheck oh my god it literally starts with the word take i was like oh my god he's not gonna say it right now it's not a band that you uh is it take on me by aha uh-huh? oh my god it is isn't that a crier <laughs> waterworks is it is it is it take it off by the donna's that would actually be kind of cool, but no. Is it oh, It God. Takes Two by Rob Basin mm, that with it. and Easy Rock? Nice try, though. <laughs> I'm out of take songs. Yep. Okay. But that was decent. That was I got, like, pretty three good. The fact that you, like, second guess was the first word of it is pretty interesting. I think I got close because, you know, I was, like, really feeling your energy. Mm. I'm going to start calling myself uh, Reiki Ravi. <laughs> little reiki (laughs) i just drooled (laughs) are you crying no that was drool (laughs) um they talked a little about traumatizing birth stories too and i fucking feel your pain um i had two very different 
traumatizing birth stories or experiences. And I don't recommend it, guys. <laughs> Just kidding. It was rough. It was very rough. And in fact, one of them, I still have a reminder every year of how bad it was. And I, okay, I did cry. I cried then too. <laughs> On like August 13th, I cried. That was a little rough. Oh my God, I'm about to tear up thinking about it. <laughs> God. See what happens, Rafi? You're helping me. You're like my, my own personal funeral. I'm sorry, what'd you say? <laughs> All right. Anything else from uh, Monday? Or shall we do some Whitney C's cues, baby? Let's move right along. I can't believe Whitney had her baby. That's so fucking cool. And cool name, too. Bravo. It's hard to come up with, like, new names. Not new, but, like, something that is... Um, shit. I can't even think. Why can't I think of words now? Anyway, good job. Congratulations. You guys are uh, awesome. All right. Winnie sees Q. She's got the cues that never fail to start a good convo. She ain't shy. She's not afraid to push the envo. It's Whitney C. Whitney C. Whitney C's cues. It's Whitney C. Whitney C. Whitney C's cues. Whitney C wants to know what's the best birthday present you've gotten. I am asking because I had my birthday on Monday. August 9th, I turned 34, and I had a number of really good gifts, several of them from BKO, shout out to Matt, but um, the best gift came two days later, so if you guys haven't heard yet, we did have our baby, Um, we had him on August 11th, and his name is Sullivan, and he is beautiful, so um, besides my incredible birthday experience with Matt, I'm going to count that as the best birthday gift I've ever gotten. What about you? Oh my gosh. Great question. The thing about the name, it's unique without being weird. And to find a name like that is hard to do, especially boys names are hard and they did a great job. Uh, Lil Rafi, birthday presents. What's your, what's your best? I can't recall any presents I've gotten. Whoops. Sorry. (laughs) any presents that I've gotten because my memory is terrible. But I will tell you that tomorrow I am receiving my birthday present for this year from one super fan, Megan. And it's only almost four months late. But how about you, Elizabeth? I feel like I've gotten many good birthday presents. What jumps out? (laughs) Sorry. Sending a picture to the dream team. Okay. Um, I get a lot of... What would be the best birthday gift? Like, you've given me a lot of good gifts. I'm trying to think of something that sticks out in my mind. You know, when I hear about people having babies on or near their own birthday, there are some moms who are like, I have to share a birthday with my kid. It's like, that is so cool and special because your birthday's not that... I mean, it's special, but it's like... What kind of Mom of the Year award <laughs> winners are, are you friends with? That I did like, not say friend. I did not date. say friend. It would be other people saying like, oh, the, your kid's birthday is like right by your birthday. Like, Ugh. I don't even know. I've heard people talk about this. I don't know if it's necessarily mom saying it or other people. Yeah, I need some new... No, I'm just kidding. But what a shitty perspective. Or like, oh, you're having a baby next to like Mother's Day. Like, oh, you're not as special. Just kidding. 
I don't know who these people are that I created in my head, but they may not exist. <laughs> uh, anyway, I think what I'm going to have to do is think on this one and and post it in the Facebook group uh, when I when I uh, put the question there. I'll have to think about it because I get a lot of good presents. The other thing about having a January birthday, though, and I know everyone has their own plights, but um, this one is in January. Sometimes you get kind of forgotten, but also I don't really care. So, it's okay. But when someone gives me a really nice gift, it stands out more because a lot of times, forgotten. <laughs> oh, not by my mom. She forgot shame. my daughter's birthday, but that's another story. <laughs> she, the other day, she came to drop off the present finally, like a week later. And she's like, oh, you're still doing your podcast every day? I'm like, no, I do it once a week. She's like, oh, I would love to get the address for that. Would you send it to me? I'm like, and then when I heard Leanne Kreischer's story, and I was like, oh, my God, how her mom made her steal things. I'm like, mm, sounds familiar. Put your name on this credit card and we'll get credit. And then it'll be fine when you're older. Like, there were so many things. I was like, oh, my God, I feel like I cannot send the address to her on this one. <laughs> anyway. Don't worry. I'll, I'll send it for you. <laughs> no. I like how that went from a nice, sweet question to me talking shit and venting about my own shit. Anyway, uh, hit up the Facebook group if you aren't already. I will be posting that question there. Let us know what your best birthday gifts are. And uh, I'll think of one by then and put it in there. And I'll maybe I'll think of a... I'll find a... Uh, blah, blah, post a picture of it, too. Shall we talk oh. about Thursday? Yes. All right. Okay. We were her little waffle cut fries sent in by Gabrielle Kirk on Patreon. What do you think about waffle cut, waffle cut fries and being called one little Rafe, little Reiki? Well, I was going to ask, when you think of these waffle cut fries, uh, where would you get these, Lise? Uh, where would I get them? Obviously, they have them at Chick-fil-A, but I would not get them. Um, there's a boba place that I went to a couple of nights ago. And they had it as an option, and I said uh, crinkles because I'm not a monster. Just a five-year-old. Um, <laughs> yes. When I think of these, uh, oh, God, I already, forget, I already forgot what they're called. Waffle cut fries. Um, I think of Chick-fil-A. So yeah, I think Allison is spreading her Start spreading the um, news. <laughs> homophobic fry preferences via uh, oh no not not allison yeah. the person that sent in this oh, carb is spreading homophobic gabrielle. um yeah gabrielle uh pick better carbs oh. because we are an all-inclusive podcast which is interesting because do not discriminate. if you look at a waffle fry it looks like many intersections of what could be people lives coming together as one so in theory great from chick-fil-a no good in theory and in product and in philosophy and because they're like soggy but have you ever had like a really fucking good waffle fry or curly fry where you're like i'm getting these the next time every fucking time but then it's like very short-lived um yes i have at chick-fil-a they're really good mm. I've, they're like soggy. Maybe, I don't know. Maybe, I, I don't know what it is. I don't eat there enough. Maybe you're soggy. Well, I am actually. <laughs> <laughs> Every time I'm about to hop in the shower, I'm like, look at that soggy body. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> and that's before I get in. Anyway, um, I sent in some carbs. And when I, I, I am in a particular weird 
particularly weird mood sometimes. And when I saw that Jeff was going to be on, I posted some carbs. And then I also posted, ooh, Jeff, he's a tasty carb. And a couple of days later, I thought, that's a pretty shitty objectifying thing for me to say. So I went in and deleted it because I thought that was not very cool. If a guy was to say that about a lady that was on, we'd be like screenshotting it and sending it to each other. And you know who it would probably be. (laughs) Yeah. I was going to say, did you delete it for that reason or because it got no reply? Also, I don't think Jeff is a patron. So the only person who would see it is Allison. But and everybody else on there. the rest of the patrons. And I was embarrassed for myself because I thought that was kind of a shitty, not woke thing to do. That was the reason. Not because he would see it. In fact, if she would have read it to him, I would be like kind of happy it accidentally happened. <laughs> and then I would delete it. But like, no, I was like, oh, I was feeling icky about it. I thought, oh, it's kind of gross. And I needed to take a step back and not think with my vagina and like really focus on being a better human. <laughs> For once. For once. <laughs> because, you know, sometimes even though we're maligned, we sometimes get away with things that others would not. And I don't want to take advantage of that. So I was trying to learn from my mistakes. So for anybody that was offended by it, I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> Oh, the crow. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Did you hear the crow? No. Okay, good. All right. On to Thursday. (sighs) I heard that. My God. That I heard. (laughs) Now that I heard. So I want to know, do you think Josh is sleepier than one Rip Van Reiki? Absolutely not. Everyone know like I'm literally right now on the verge of sleep. <laughs> I didn't That could sleep. be a me thing. <laughs> well, I mean Okay. I Let's um, I didn't sleep as much as I normally do um mm. today because I had to work, but yesterday my body was like it's Friday, we're not going to bed yet. Um mm. but I like the fact that he took himself a little nap. Before he recorded the PCAST. And last time he was on, I couldn't even notice. He's a pro. Or he always <laughs> sounds sleepy. I was putting myself in this posi- position. If I was asked to be on a podcast. And when we do a podcast. I have the time before. I would I would probably have nightmares about falling asleep. There's like no way I would take a nap. Or like I need to be like mentally ready in a way and i think sleeping would like throw me right off and there's well i don't nap anyway so it's a whole other species of human but i still if if allison was like hey would you come on the thursday show i wouldn't be like i'm gonna catch some shut eye first (laughs) it just wouldn't and maybe that's because of my own excitement but like being on when i was on other podcasts like that's how i felt like there's no way i'm like chilling out before i was kind of like nervous well, also, don't forget, he's three hours ahead. That's no excuse. I disagree. Well, what are you, three hours ahead? I feel like you're three hours behind all the time. <laughs> yeah, but I wake up like three hours I'm before you, giving if you not more. Shit. I realize this. I woke up this morning at like, I don't know what time it was. Oh, it was five. I've been getting up at like 5.55. But today, my body jumped up because it was like, you need to be up. And I was like, shit, it's Saturday. <laughs> okay. But um, 
I'm giving you shit. I realize that. And I kind of forgot that you had to work today and that really sucks. I was off at a dry baby shower. Not a cloud in the sky over there. <laughs> okay. Have you... So Allison jumped on Daniel's shit like right out the gate. Just right out. Like, I feel there's stuff going on that is just starting to come out a little bit in the show. Maybe I'm just tuning into it a little bit more because I'm sensitive to it. What do you think? Um, What happened? When... I don't really remember, actually. It was just seemed like she was snippy on him like right away. Just like everything he said. Oh, he was trying to send her notes. So, hey, guess what? I'm not saying it out loud for a reason because I'm trying to send you a note. And she's just like calling him out for it. Where he's just like, hey, we didn't clap, by the way. Just so you know. What clap? What do you? I was like, oh, my gosh. (laughs) There were two of those things where it's just like, or he left to let Wendy out. Oh, I would introduce my husband if he was sitting there. I was like, dude. Yeah, I think she could do without that kind of stuff. Um, but like she said, she's like the Ron Burgundy of uh, yeah. <laughs> podcasting, apparently. But Only like, with him. Only when it comes to him. <laughs> but like, imagine if she had her own TV show and like someone in the crowd was like picking their nose. Is she going to like stop the show and be like, right. oh, my God, the guy in this section's up to his elbow. Well, I guess it would depend on the know. show, but yeah, I, huh, I don't know. The part that I thought was worse than both of those instances was when they were talking about Tom Ford, someone who I uh, have a deep fascination with, but I don't, you know, actually do anything about it. <laughs> but they were talking about how he has a cologne, apparently, that oh, smells like yes. cocaine. And then she's like, um, we were talking about ketamine, actually, or whatever she said. But someone else brought up cocaine, so he yes. was not in the wrong. And I'm like, why is she shutting him down so much? Like, if she was paying True. attention, she would know he was talking about the other thing, not about whatever the hell she was talking about. I think we're just still, like, right, like, smelling the fumes of Sao I feel like. I don't think yes. it's settled over there yet. <laughs> um, yeah, I think I, I, I was more... I, yeah, I think I was more defensive for daniel because of last week maybe yeah because i was just like settle down allison jesus he's not wrong all the time (laughs) yes like she's looking for something that he's doing wrong like you're right cocaine came up first so the fact that there's a perfume that smells like cocaine first of all allison's description of what cocaine smells like i feel like anyone who's tried cocaine should know this i've tried it a handful of times but i don't have any recollection of what it smelled like or that I've it only tried it a spoonful of time. <laughs> One fingernail at a time. <laughs> yeah, it was on a spoon, wasn't it? Well, anyway, I, I I don't recollect a smell. Definitely a gross taste, but not worth trying, guys. Not at all. Not even fun. Stupid, actually. Disagree. No. If you have that or you have ecstasy, like you'll realize it's the lesser of the two. <laughs> it's jump change. It's shit. Um, how would you describe its smell? I don't remember it having a smell. It like burns a little. You get a little drip. You get a little sour taste, bitter, tart taste in your throat. And that's about it. Uh, did you rub any on your gums? No. That's a shame. I Like I said, a handful of times. I don't even know. Maybe three times. If that. And then the one accidental smoking of it. Wow. But that didn't taste like, smell like anything except for pot. But. Anyway, I I uh, was surprised to hear that it smells like Band-Aids and, what did she say? 
I think she said like gasoline or something. Oh, yeah. I don't even know. I was just like, wow, that is uh, interesting. So have you seen this? First of all, this White Lotus. I've seen jokes before I even knew it was a show. I've been seeing jokes like on Twitter and stuff. And I'm like, I don't know what they're talking about. Anytime I see the word white, I'm like, okay, there's some like bullshit. Someone's being racist. I don't know what's happening. <laughs> there's some company we need to ban or um, not participate in supporting. Have you watched this show? Heard of it? Care to? I keep hearing of it, but I didn't even know what streaming network it was on. I'm assuming it's on HBO. That's I'm what kinda... I assumed too. And I looked it up and I saw that it was on possibly on Hulu and HBO, but I saw so I could actually watch it. But every time they talk about a show, I'm like, oh, cool. It's going to be on some Richie show on HBO because I can't afford HBO, which is so dumb. I'm sure I could. I'm pretty sure you could. In my mind, it's HBO from 1983 where it's like only the rich families have HBO. But like I pay for all these separate other streaming services. I don't know why I have it in my head that HBO is like for like it's like a frivolous expense for rich people. (laughs) Anyway, Sorry. Um, I already forgot what the question was. Have you seen the show? Are you interested oh, in seeing the show? Are you going to see the show? I'm kind of interested, but I know that I will never see it. Kind of like Trice said last week, like there's like a lot of shows that I think are probably, probably pretty good that I know I will just never see for one reason or another. I found it fo- kind of interesting and kind of weird that you're going to talk about at kind of at great length about a show that first of all one person in the room has not seen second of all many people listening probably haven't seen and now you're gonna sit and talk about it as if we're seeing it i was a little tuned out i guess i'm interested in checking it out i need to get hbo and watch all these goddamn shows they're watching apparently yeah um it's not what like I, I mean, I'm sure it's pretty popular and I'm sure plenty of people have seen it, like, say, in our Facebook group. If uh, if you like it, let us know. But it's not like one of those shows that, like, everyone watches. Like, mm. Game of Thrones was like that, Sopranos or what have you. So I don't know why um, she... I think it's just, like, if it's something she does, we're going to talk about it. Like, True. it could have, it could be that. It could be Below Deck, like her damn bravo shows or whatever Mm -hmm. like if she's into it we're gonna hear about it so i don't think that's gonna stop her the fact that you know maybe us poor people (laughs) haven't seen it (laughs) could i snort more into the mic so then they went into they brought back favorite pastas which to me was kind of fun actually and i like that they're including other people in on it and i'm wondering if you made a guess about Casey's and Jeff's and Daniel's. So this is something that I had trouble with last time because I know like three pasta <laughs> shapes. Um, but I did guess penne for a couple of people mm. and I was wrong. But then someone did say something like penne and I was like, oh, see, I should have yeah, saved it for them. But he said ziti and that's like really kind of not. It's more of like a tube. I know a lot about pasta for someone that doesn't really care about pasta. But for Casey, I I guessed shells and then she, that was not her favorite, but she, that was like her close second. She likes things that are ribbed for her pleasure. And Jeff's. So his was Rotini, which I I believe, if I'm not mistaken, it is Fusilli. I thought they're the same thing, but it can't. It's got it's similar, very similar. But I guessed for him um, Ziti, 
But he said that was a close second with Z. So I got like close seconds on people. And then Daniels, I picked when he said I've got a new favorite. I was like, oh, this is gonna be some new fangled or like something really good. So I, I, I picked Popperdell, uh, just because it's so good. And and then he, got, he was actually just a retro with his spaghetti, which is oof oof. Spaghetti is my least favorite pasta besides like stars or alphabet. If I was on, I probably would have said like penis shaped. But now I know what to make Colonel Jeff on our first date. Penis shaped pasta? Obviously. So they're talking about lasagna noodles as themselves gross, but lasagna as a meal, delicious. And I was thinking like I've lasagnaized a lot of different pastas. I think probably for that reason, just because, well, for simplicity's sake, but I have lasagnaized rotini, which is Jeff's favorites. I think that be the thing that would be it i drew so much on myself i'm afraid i'm gonna have like pen on my face and on my blouse <laughs> no explanation necessary nope <laughs> people just probably like yeah she probably writes on herself that sounds about right so jeff was at the bonneville salt flats which we heard about from lee bruns while we were at the baby shower of uh von carmen's olive and whitney and I was thinking, I've driven past this. I've not been to an event here. And I was really strongly daydreaming about being there with him. <laughs> I have a problem, don't I? Oh, you've got a problem. Have you ever heard of nostril sunburns and eye- eyeball sunburns? And what were the other ones? Just horrible no i do i do know that like snow can reflect the sun yes. and give you crazy burns so i i've heard of skiers getting stuff like that i never inside the nose though That's crazy. Uh, which is why i always uh wear nose shades <laughs> <laughs> so then we went into another topic that also lasted as equal equally as long as the white lotus or longer that was LeBeouf de CVS of oh, Daniel. He has a big beef with CVS. And um, while I can 100% relate to being on hold or making a phone call is probably the worst thing that I would have to do in daily life. Like I would just this past week I had to call about my phone and just being on hold the person didn't fix the problem then i had to call back again and then it was fixed but it's like but the whole oh and then i was on hold for my fucking car when i went to come hang out with you i had to cancel my car service so i was trying to call them and the fucking hold music made me lose my mind it is so bad and in fact the other day i had to call back again and they had the same hold that's just their standard operations hold music i'm gonna have to like play it for you it's just gonna drive you insane anyway it's uh, crazy making phones phone calls and being on hold well as someone who uh delivers to cvs quite often i am very familiar with their hold music Mm. and their telephone system um yeah don't frequent them then (laughs) like like whoever said that like Find a like local like little mom and pop pharmacy. True. Why don't they do that? Well, I and think like, they're saying because there's it's hard to find those things, but you could find them if you wanted to. You don't have to deal with CVS in anymore. In Burbank? 
I feel like they're, they have they, like some. I mean, sure, some it's dr- not, farm to table <laughs> pharmacist artisans. Pharmacists. I'm sure it's obviously not as prevalent as CVS, but fucking pick. I mean, good customer service is always better than you know True. ubiquity. Let's say um, because. Like he said, the reason they picked it is, oh, it's open 24 hours. The but pharmacy is never isn't. Right. But you've never used that option. Right. You're right. The pharmacy is not. So we yeah, ha- we had it, a mom and pop uh, one right in the circle um, for a long time. That Watson's restaurant, it used to be called Watson's Drugstore. That was a pharmacy that I would go and use. And I'm like, I'm going to go use this like old man that's been a pharmacist since like the, you know, the dawn of time. And it was quaint to be like, I'm going to hop in here and then I'm going to grab some chili cheese fries and up on the way out. But dealing with CVS, especially, even the story made me crazy because on many levels, first of all, like you said, go somewhere else. But the, the way that we are treated when you're just trying to get a prescription to like live your life, it's crazy how many hoops you have to go through. And then they're just like, well, we tried, so... Better luck next okay. time. So I'm going to go ahead and defend CVS really quick oh, because just like he, like, like he was saying, the reason he picks CVS is because they're everywhere and they're open all the time. So that's everyone's reasoning. So CVS has fucking 10,000 people that want fucking prescriptions. You think they can, you think these like fucking underpaid, like three pharmacists that they have in there are going to know, oh, that's Daniel. We need to get him his whatever pills. No, they're like, I have 57 prescriptions that just got dropped off in the last hour. Like, I, I feel bad for those people. I know what it's like, mm. you know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's it's not the pharmacy people's fault. It's the whole system is fucked. The system is what I mean. But it's, You're it's right. also not Daniel's fault either. No, but it's, it's that's why. Yeah. Whoever was saying like they had a pharmacy person that yes, was like, Casey. oh, that's yeah, that's Casey. Like, I, I got your shit, girl. It's like when you walk into the Chipotle and they're like, hey, you want that? Uh, you want the burrito bowl with half chicken, half barbacoa, right? Yeah. Will never they happen. know you, baby. And, you know, I think that's the thing is the fact that she f- first of all, I've never heard of this being able to just have your prescriptions mailed to you. That is right up my alley. I don't take any prescriptions, but when I do someday, I will need them. <laughs> Guaranteed. That would be nice to not have to like, because it's stressful and crazy to like have to go into these places. You feel like a horrible person. You feel horrible after going in and dealing with these things. But anyway, you're right. It's a chink in the system. It's not him and it's not necessarily CVS, although it could possibly be partially their fault. But, you know. Okay. Okay. Do you have anything else from Thursday before we go on to JMOs? I do, actually. I sent in a carb, which I don't often do. And to try to, you know, curry some favor, I mentioned that I enjoyed jo- that I love Josh Gondelman and that I enjoyed his segment on Jesus and Marrow, where he was street harassing women. And um, so you can go to the Jesus and Marrow YouTube channel and watch that if you've got a couple of minutes because Josh Gondelman he's a nice guy just like like he said you know he's known for being a nice guy go check him out uh harassing women on the street <laughs> and some cats even ooh yeah i liked him being on and i liked i liked both of them actually and it was uh, even though they got caught up on a couple of things it was a pleasant listen 
Also, it always feels homey when you have Colonel Jeff and his drops and his skillful playing of them. It just feels, you know, it feels like home. It feels nice. He did pull out one drop, like, fucking quick. It, I think it had to do with the vomit. Oh, it was like oh, too quick, wasn't right? wasn't it soup? Yeah, he did He did the one of, oh, and he, he said, uh, where's my milkshake or whatever. And that was great. But there was like one where he like kind of fumbled, like he interrupted Allison. Yes. And I was like, oh, okay. mm-hmm. getting a little rusty there, little Jeffrey. Colonel Rust Fox. But that's all. Yeah. Okay. Well, should we talk about JMOs? Our fave mos? Did you have a favorite? No. I mean, what were they? I mean, Leanne sent in that she wipes her couch down. Jeff said he tells the cashier he doesn't need a bag. And they always ask, are you sure? Constant over and over again. Angela said never sings in the shower, but always in the elevator, in an empty elevator. Allison said when she was young, she would look at um, yearbooks and look at older classmates or class people, classmen? What would they be called? Upperclassmen and look at them as celebrities. Any of those? Well, I could could talk either about Jeff's bag thing, but that might be too boring. So I'm going to pick Angela's. Is this Dr. Angela? That's what I was wondering. Dr. Ange, we need to know, is this you? Because first of all, let's get a little video going because I want to see you singing uh, alone in the elevator. It's kind of cute and quaint. Cool. Well, did she say when she's alone? Because she just said sing in the elevator. Sorry, when she's in an empty elevator. I assumed alone. Ah, Might not be. Okay. So this was strange. I mean, I don't often sing in the shower, um, but I mean, I have. I've never sung in the elevator. And so I'm thinking, is she singing along to the Muzak? Mm. Or is she just going off of whatever is stuck in her head? Which I think is... I think if I was outside of an elevator and someone's, you know, belting out those (laughs) Mariah Carey... Somebody's singing the soundtrack of their mind. Yeah, they're hitting those Mariah (laughs) Carey, like, super duper high notes. And, like, the door opens. I'm going to be like, "Uh, I'll get the next one. (laughs) So there's a few things on this, a few layers, because I wonder why not in the shower, but for some reason the elevator sparks some musical notes in you where you're just like, I feel like singing. But also when I'm in an elevator, I feel like there's cameras on me. I hate that there's mirrors in there. Suppose Weren't they talking about that? Like mirrors are in there to make you feel more calm or safe or something? Or do I see that on TikTok? And I don't like it. I, I don't like looking at myself. I don't like that there could be someone looking at me like also the doors could open and I'm in mid belt like none of it high kicks yes singing no um but I just wonder what is the difference is she singing in her car does she sing other places I'm curious I want to hear all of it if this is Dr. Ange I would really hoping it is because I want to know more and if it is Dr. Angela, um, she's probably in a lot of elevators because oh, at the hospital point. um but that is even more strange because is it like every time she steps on an <laughs> empty elevator? And so then, okay, uh, that's another layer because if you're at work at a hospital and you're just belting it into every elevator, now it, you're the pediatrician that is singing in the elevator. Like people are probably going to know. The other thing is, I just realized she works at the hospital that my kids were born at. That's kind of crazy. I don't know why she, I thought she was in Orange County. Sorry, I shouldn't say. 
I, I didn't really whatever people know where I live it, uh, Florida or something or like some other like place I don't know I, I don't know why I thought she was so far away but I'm like okay Dr. Ange let's 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 hang man I know we are you would be slumming it with Ralph and I but you know it's cool we're cool <laughs> okay so here's the other thing I don't sing in the shower I'm sure that I have um, it's never something that just like it just I just don't which is weird because I used to just sing all of the time just outside of the shower, just anywhere, but at my house, not out in public. But the fact that Allison was like, yeah, Daniel sings in the shower. And then he was like, yeah, I just thought everybody did. And it's like one of those things where it's like, like even today I was having a conversation with a lady, a couple of ladies at this baby shower. And they were like talking about when you get older, like having a hard time, like <laughs> opening <laughs> Snap, like you might have a hard time snapping your bra or like opening and closing it if not snapping it <laughs> snapping your own bra hey toots <laughs> um opening and closing it because your arms and you know your mobility might change and like to we're talking about really fun stuff um exercise and stuff and like how to like make that better and some of them are like yeah i um i just never i never like close it in the back i just you know close it in the front and like twist it around and i'm like what like that the first time i ever heard about this was on allison's show that that people even do this and like both of the ladies were like yeah i just always have done that i was like i didn't even know that was a thing like it's so strange so for daniel to be like yeah i just thought everybody saying in the shower is this as common i mean it's a trope on tv and movies but is this something that everybody sings in the shower i don't think i've ever heard anyone sing in the shower to be honest and you do spend a lot of time in showers with people okay oh <laughs> Okay, there was singing, and that that was the one time. Uh huh. Sounds like you're uh, going back on your story there, Lise. Can't get your story straight. Beep, beep, beep. I think somebody's backing up. <laughs> okay, well, that's one time in the '90s, but I'm just saying, like, do is this something common to you? Have you heard someone singing in the shower? Um, I, let's put a poll out there. I want to know who's singing in the shower. How many people? What's the percentages? I would like to know this. So I used to. So now that I wake up so goddamn early, I don't listen to music anymore. But I used to always play music when I got into the shower. And so I'd be fucking mm-hmm. in there for 15, oh. 20 minutes. I'd be like, I'm gonna bang in the sunshine. <laughs> you know, I'm in there belting it out, baby. So you're listening to good stuff. Okay, yeah. so I will sometimes put on music if I'm in the shower. In general, in the bath, I don't listen to music, I, which is counterintuitive. But I usually just listen to talk radio and just have something on. Or I'll turn it off and then I'll start watching TikToks. And that's when you guys will start getting some texts from me. But, like, if I'm going to take a shower, like, yeah, sometimes, like the other day, I'm like, I'm going to throw on, you know, this album that I haven't heard for a while. But I still, like, don't sing. Is it because uh, every time you get in the bath, the first... Oh, God. <laughs> Someone just appears and starts singing Splish Splash I was taking a bath (laughs) Who is this somebody (laughs) Who is this crazy person Oh my god Did you say I'm a crazy person I I said who is this crazy person Oh nobody I mean did you have someone in mind It may or may not be a Muppet With a rubber ducky (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Oh, that's cool. That's cool. I mean, that's cool. And that's cool. Just uh, I think that's a good place to end it. 
just me or everyone, Muppets oh, appear God. when I'm in the bath. <laughs> you could do, I know there hasn't been, and I have thought of a few one, uh, new ones, but um, there hasn't been any, not salacious, confidential. There haven't been any confidential JMOs sent in for, I don't even remember how to do that, but remember we had that going for a minute, but that would be a good one. Would it? Because you don't want to be tied to that. Well, it's not a good JMO, but it's not good to send under your name. <laughs> uh, speak for yourself. I don't hide behind anonymity. I send um, my JMOs in just with... I've had some recent ones. I was like, I can't even send these in in confidential ones. I'm like, I'm just going to have to go to my grave realizing I'm probably the only one that does this. And you know what? I don't need to know if anybody else does. Okay. Just leave that one right there. All right. Shall we uh, end this? Pax, do you want to be on the show? Do you have anything to say? She sh- literally shook her head. <laughs> That's hard-hitting stuff. All right. If you'd like to be on this hard-hitting show, email BFNCast at gmail.com. Follow the show on Twitter at BFNCast. Follow me at BFFLisaLowry. I was thinking, should I change my name? No, I shouldn't. Was that a honk? <laughs> oh, my God. Oh my gosh, I think I did a really good job of not being super distracted. That was bad. That was a bad example just now. The crows was another thing. My chair kept squeaking. I didn't say anything. I was distracted by Pepsi. That'll get cut out. Anyway, where can we find you, little Ralphie? Oh, wait. It's getting cut out as in your editing? I mean, I could. Oh, okay. Sure. You can find me at RMCGS on Instagram. Do I post anything? No. Will I do another 30-day song challenge? No. Should you unfollow me? Yes. Oh, my gosh. It's the end of the world as we know it. I still have not finished the song challenge. I had two days left. And you know what? I'm still going to do it. You know why? Because I'm a completist. (laughs) And I need to finish it. I just need to. It bothers me that it's unfinished. Anyway. I think I'm going to do a challenge. When is it? September? I'm going to do a September challenge. Not music. I'll come up with something. It'll be a picture of the day. Something fun to interact with each other because I just love you guys so much. BFFs, you truly are (laughs) fucking best. Thank you and good night, Rafi. Good night. Me, me, me. But you still ain't calling I left my cell, my pager, and my home phone at the bottom I sent two letters back in autumn You must not have got them There probably was a problem at the post office or something Sometimes I scribble addresses too sloppy when I jot them But anyways, what's been up, man? How's your daughter? My girlfriend's pregnant too I'm about to be a father If I have a daughter, guess what I'ma call her? I'ma name her Bonnie I read about your Uncle Ronnie too, I'm sorry I had a friend himself over some who didn't want him I know you probably hear this every day, but I'm your biggest fan. I even got the underground that you did with Scam. 
I got a room full of your posters and your pictures, man. I like what you did with rockets too. That was fat. Anyways, I hope you get this, man. Hit me back, just a chat. Truly yours, your biggest fan. This is Stan. Outside the concert, you didn't have to But you could've signed an autograph for Matthew That's my little brother, man He's only six years old We waited in the blistering cold for you Four hours and you just said no That's pretty man You're like an idol He wants to be just like you, man He likes you more than I do I ain't that mad, though I just don't like being lied to Remember when we met in Denver? You said if I write you, you would write back See, I'm just like you in a way I never knew my father neither He used to always cheat on my mom and beat her I can relate to what you're saying in your song So when I have a day, I drift away and put them on Cause I don't really got else, so that helps when I'm depressed I even got a tattoo with your name across the chest Sometimes I even myself to see how much it It's like adrenaline, the pain is such a sudden rush for me See, everything you say is real, and I respect you cause you tell it My girlfriend's jealous cause I talk about you 24-7 But she don't know you like I know you slim, no one does She don't know what it was like for people like us growing up You gotta call me man, I'll be the biggest fan you'll ever lose Sincerely yours, Stan, P.S. We should be together too
been busy You said your girlfriend's pregnant now How far along is she? Look, I'm really flattered you would call your daughter that And here's an autograph for your brother I wrote it on the starter cap I'm sorry I didn't see you with the show I must have missed you Don't think I did that intentionally just to diss you But what's the you said about you like to eat your wrist too? I say that shit just clown is all Come on, how the fish you? You got some issues, Dan. I think you need some counseling to help your ass from bouncing off the walls when you get down some. And what's the That's like this don't make me not want us to meet each other. I really think you and your girlfriend need each other. But maybe you just need to treat her better. I hope you get to read this letter. I just hope it reaches you in time before you hurt yourself. I think that you'll be doing just fine if you relax a little. I'm glad I inspire you with Stan. Why are you so mad? Try to understand that I do want you as a fan. I just don't want you to do some crazy. I seen this one on the news a couple weeks ago that made me sick. Some dude was drunk and drove his car over a bridge. And in the car they found a tape, but they didn't say who it was too. Come to think about it, his name was... It was you. Damn.